this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now here's Neil. All right. Thank you, Stuby, And indeed, thank you, Ace. Ace is that place, and I appreciate them. You know, more than anything else, you, you say, hey, I appreciate your program, Neil, all that. I listen. I enjoy it. The thing you could do that would mean the most on a day like today is while you're out shopping, just swing on into Ace and ask for the manager and just say, hey, I listen to Neil. And if you buy something, that's great, too. If you don't buy anything, that's okay. Uh, they will understand. I will understand. But that simple act of just saying, I listen to Neil on KLIF, and thank you for sponsoring, that'll make a big difference. They uh, have to renew every year, and they make that decision based on whether they get traffic into their stores or not, and, and so it really helps. Won't you please do that for me? That would, would really help keep me on the air, and uh, that's a good thing. My wife wants to keep me off the streets on Saturday afternoons. Better for the community. <laughs> so we have about 30 Ace Hardware stores, and you hear the voices of those owners and managers uh, on on this program for both of these hours. You'll hear them in the joinders talking about the various stores. And when you hear one near you, that's the one you need to go see. Well, we are here to talk about the plants at your place and the phone number uh, to call. By the way, Mike Bass is running the program and he is answering the phones and he is doing all of the tough stuff, the heavy lifting. Mike will be the first person you'll talk to when you call through. That number is 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. This is a watershed time of year where we go from hot summer weather and we look towards some cooler fall weather. This is a wonderful time for gardening. I've been in several garden centers in the last week or so and they're stocking up and they're ready for you. They'd love to have you come on in. Nursery stock has been growing all summer, and, and they've replenished the supplies that were depleted very quickly last spring. We can talk about all of that, so give me a call, and uh, let's talk. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Honey. Honey is a gentle four-year-old terrier mix looking for a new home to call her own. Honey came to the SPCA of Texas as an owner's surrender. A lot of times that happens when an owner goes into assisted living or moves a great distance away and can't take a dog with him or her. Honey is ready to move in with you and join your family. She loves, loves playing with toys, especially stuffed toys, but always knows how to play gently. In her previous home, Honey did well with children ages 2 to 12, and she got along well with older, calm dogs who don't mind keeping a slower pace. She dreams of spending her days lounging outside with a stuffed toy, getting lots of back scratches and taking it easy. Sweet Honey loves being around her humans and would prefer to be a part of a family who will include her in activities and spend lots of time with her. If you're looking for a loving, laid-back gal to join your crew, Honey is the one for you, and she's waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Honey has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. The Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt, one word, to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Honey, and she is at the Dallas Center of the SPCA of Texas. Again, you can go to spca.org slash findapet and look for Honey. 
That report is sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. This is a company I've been proud to represent to you here on the air since 1995. That's becoming a tradition. I'm also proud to tell you that we are happy customers of Advanced Foundation Repair. They made our house whole once again. Then they worked on a a home, an old historic home. Let's see, let me do a little bit of quick math. It is now 94 years old in historic downtown McKinney. We used it for 24 years as our office building. I no longer own it now, but they came out and did some wonderful work on its pier and beam foundation. Our home is a concrete foundation, and Fred Marshall and his team came out. They did the the foundation study to determine where the problem was. They identified it, showed it to us, and uh, just in a short order, they got it all fixed, and it has been perfect ever since. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. They have patented some of the processes and the, uh, the things that they use in their work. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced. They guarantee their work for the lifetime of the home, and that guarantee is transferable from owner to owner to owner. They are the best, and I've told you that for almost, well, it's now, what, 26 years. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair, foundationrepairs.com, 214-333-0003. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Magnolia Home paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. What a cheerful, wonderful soul she is. Let's uh, go to our phone lines, and we'll meet some other cheerful, wonderful souls. Let's start out with Jerry in Bedford. Jerry, are you cheerful, wonderful? Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, I am doing well. I'm glad to hear that. How can I help you? I uh, I saw something on YouTube called Thyme or Thrime, and it uh, it comes. You, it, it's supposed to put it in around the early spring, and it's a, like a, a seed or ground cover, and it it's very good. It doesn't need a lot of water. It's hardy. It keeps mosquitoes away. It sounds like a miracle thing. <laughs> Can are you familiar with this? Yes, sir. It's an herb. Thyme. T h y m e. Um, it, I would use it if you're going to use it, I would use it in a small area. I don't think it's going to make a wonderful big ground cover for you. It might on the West coast where temperatures in the summer are uh, 78 or 80 degrees, but I don't think you're going to find that it will be very happy at our, our uh, North Texas temperatures. You don't think it'll, it'll spread or like, like to protect your yard at they say it's it's strong as Jerry, St. Augustine. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is not stronger than St. Augustine. If it were, every St. Augustine lawn in North Texas would be replaced with it by now. I see. trust me. Trust me. It has been around for a long, long time, and uh, that YouTube video was not shot in Dallas, Fort Worth. I almost guarantee you, or Bedford. Oh gosh, I, I feel bad. I'm sorry. It has a lot of good qualities about it. Well, it's it's an herb. It's it's used. Uh, you know, Simon Garfunkel sang about it 40, 50 years ago. Now, oh, yes, yes, years he ago. did. Yes, that's he right. Did. That's right. But uh, it is it is a nice uh, it's a nice plant. It is not to be used in a wholesale method as a ground cover in, in North Texas. Uh, would it be good in, a, say, a backyard where I don't have any grass because I have so many trees? My St. Augustine doesn't live. No, sir. There are much other uh, many other plants that would do very well for you. Um, I have, I don't know how much of a list I need to go back and look on my website in the FAQ pages, but I'm sure I have a pretty good list of, uh, the, the shade tolerant plants. I know I have a huge list in, in the book that you'll hear me advertise in a minute, but I'm not here okay. to sell books. That's not, not during answers. I but, understand. Uh, there are, there are lots of shade tolerant plants. I have nothing but shade in my landscape. I don't have any St. Augustine anymore. Oh. And uh, the, the best ground cover for shade would be mondo grass, monkey grass. Uh, I do not find in my landscape that it does anything to attract mosquitoes. Mosquitoes hang out. Our our daughter has mosquitoes around her home, and she does not have any ground cover. She has bare ground. She's beneath trees, 
and she just huh. has fallen leaves around her home, but uh, she's out in the country and and uh, the I mosquitoes see. like that yeah. what yeah, you have to do what you have to do to get rid of mosquitoes uh, is get rid of any standing water and it can be a very insidious little spot like a, a gutter that doesn't drain properly a, a, uh-huh. uh, you know on the side of your house or it could be a a uh, just a tin can that's sitting out in the backyard somewhere and you don't even know it's there you have to do a oh. survey of your whole property and find out how they're breeding oh my yeah no. it's it's not a big it's not a big issue i have also found that it is uh, better with uh, mosquitoes rather than trying to treat a whole yard and spray the whole yard uh-huh. it's better to protect ourselves just put uh, a, a repellent on ourselves and uh, that's that's a lot more environmentally uh, responsible than trying to spray everywhere. How Personal about these opinion. little patches? These I don't little know. I, I don't know on those. You need to ask a, a doctor or entomologist. I don't know. Um, I have a friend sent me this thing. It's a mosquito patches by ripped gear. Yeah, I I can't address that because I really don't know. It's another program, oh, another okay. another specialist. That's not my deal. Okay, so yeah. uh, you recommend mondo grass or monkey grass for a for a ground cover in shade? It is mine, my my choice. I also have purple winter creeper euonymus. I have a lot of ground cover. I have a, about an acre of shaded uh, area that I would have turf if I could. I see. But, but you have to have five or six hours of sunlight. It's the most asked question I get. I get it all the time. Well, thank you so much, Neil. You're welcome. I'm, I'm going to have to get your book. I can tell. Well, it would help you. I guarantee you'd be satisfied with it, or I'll refund all your money. I always say well, that. So I appreciate it, and I listen to you after you. after Mr. Wallace every week. Good. And I want to thank you so much for your help. You and are I'll, welcome. I'll have, to, I'll have to get your number to call on it's Monday. Coming up in coming up in thirty seconds in the ad I'm about to do. Hey, I okay. appreciate your call. Have a wonderful day, Jerry. Thank you. Okay, let me tell you about my book. It's called Lone Star Gardening. I self-published this book because I wanted to be able to make all the decisions myself and not have to work through a committee. I enjoyed publishing the first four books that I wrote, but I didn't enjoy them as much as I would have if other people hadn't making hadn't been making those decisions for me. This one, by working with Carolyn Skye as my editor, she's fabulous, and Cindy Smith as a graphic designer, the three of us working as a team could make those decisions. Sure, bottom line was important, but it was not the driving force like it would be for a for a, a company uh, just totally, totally driven by profit to uh, shareholders. We don't have any shareholders. It's just uh, I wanted the book that I'd always dreamed of having, and I have it for you. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. There are no middle people. There's no distributor. There's no publisher. There's no uh, warehouse. There's nothing. My warehouse is my garage, for crying out loud. I chose my printer myself. It's Clear Visions in San Antonio, and the bindery was uh, 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 Universal Book Bindery in San Antonio. So there, there you are, and and that's uh, we, we are the people who did the book. Uh, Eleven chapters that cover all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas: lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables. There's a whole big batch of information on gardening in shade. Chapter two is a 48-page calendar, four pages per month, telling you everything that needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. I've never put that in a book before. Now, it's not a calendar like a grid. This just tells you what needs to be done in, uh, for example, September. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It's a hardback on high-quality paper and printed in Texas. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. I've sold 67,000 copies. I've had no requests for a refund, but I will refund every penny you spend if you're not happy with the book. $36.95 plus tax and postage. Not on Amazon, not in stores. There are two ways you can buy it. You can call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. 
Com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock and more to experience what whiz stone can do their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration the skilled professionals at whiz stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com they can supply not only the hardscape but the tools to do it yourself from masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822 WhizQ Stone leaders in hardscape and landscape supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Got to turn my mic back on. What a great day it would be to um, go to Whiskey Stone. What a great day. They're up Monday through Saturday. All right. Let me uh, tell you right now about uh, Baylor Scott & White Health. This is, uh, this is the place you want to go with your family for your own health care needs. They have a new app that you need to download and have available to you, and it is called MyBSW Health. BSW means Baylor Scott & White. MyBSW Health. And you text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. It helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. Again, text the word BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408, and you can download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's Baylor Scott & White Health. GetBetterTexas.com. We are firm believers in the Baylor Scott & White Health Care program. My wife serves proudly on the Baylor Scott and White uh, Hospital Board in McKinney, and we are very grateful for all that Baylor Scott and White Health has meant to our family. So text better, I already laid the copy down here, text better to 88408. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mark, very, very much. Let's go to Adam in Midlothian up next. Adam, thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Hey, Mr. Sperry. Um, it's really an honor. I've listened to you for years and, and just never called, but uh, appreciate you. you taking my call. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so my question was, I've got a red oak tree in my front yard, and um moved in about seven years ago and it was quite a bit smaller but it's done really well until we had that bad freeze and it just you know everything died back and it didn't come out this spring and um it all looked dead until later this summer it started getting some green shoots coming out of it and so i've i'm trying to do what i can for it and i've cut down all the dead stuff that i could see and it's still got these long green shoots, you know, even down on the trunk. And I'm just wondering if if the thing is going to die no matter what or if there's a way to save it. I can't answer without seeing it with any certainty. Let me describe what I see when I look at red oaks right now, Adam, and, and maybe I can help you. Um, I'm going to rule out the 80 or 90 percent of the red oaks that look absolutely normal. Of the ones that have been injured, I see some that are are totally dead. That's a a really small percentage, um, one or two percent. I see some of of the of the ten or fifteen twenty percent that are injured. I see some that lost uh, four or five feet. I'm talking about a fairly good sized red oak. 
uh, that lost four or five feet off the tips of its branches, and, and the inner canopy of the plant looks lush. It's just growing vigorously within the canopy, but here are these look like antlers sticking out that are dead. Right. Um, and But the plant is healthy and vigorous with antlers. And then I see some that are really sparse and look like they're struggling. And every gradation of that last category, uh, the, the struggling ones. And, mm. and out of that last category, there are some that are not going to make it. They're, they're, they're struggling to hold the, leaf, the leaves and the growth that they've had um, uh, up against all the heat that we're, we've been having and any drought that might happen, et cetera, et cetera. And so the question is, will that subset make it through the rest of the fall? Will it come out in the spring? We don't know. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to lose 5% of our red oaks and, and 10 or 12% of our live oaks from the cold. And it's taken mm-hmm. a long time to figure that out. So yours is in there somewhere. And how vigorous is the regrowth that you have? I mean, it looks good. It, I mean, it's a little dry right now, but um, when it came out and, and I mean, I would say overall, it looks pretty good. It's got this ball of green growth um, on the inner part of it. You know, the main, the main, just above the main trunk part, it's got a really good uh, stand of leaves and they're coming out to be full size leaves and, and I, regular you know, color. And, and has it put on many inches of growth on those twigs, those branches? Oh, yes. I mean, they're long shoots. Maybe some of the shoots are, you know, five feet long, six feet long. All right. My guess is that 10 years from now, you will say, boy, you can hardly tell anything happened to that tree. But there's there's one more thing that's incumbent on you, and that is that all of these antlers that you've already started cutting off, you need to make sure that you don't leave any stubs on those wherever they can be traced back to another branch or to the main trunk that is still alive you don't want any stubs that could start to decay and decay into healthy wood Um, and so you'll have some follow-up clean cleanup pruning to do either this winter or maybe even next winter a year 15 months from now uh, to to try to get all of that stuff out of the way so you don't have any decay this could go on for years because that decay could cause one side of the tree to develop a, a rotted area and you don't want that and, and you're early enough in the game right now that you can prevent that by by uh, making good cuts you want your cuts to be not flat up against the, the trunk or the surviving branch but pretty close to it within oh an eighth to a quarter of an inch you leave a little bit of the branch collar you know what a branch collar is um no, no. No, okay, that's fine. It's fine. Um, if you think about a river where it goes into the ocean or into a lake, you know how it widens out the delta of the river? Yes. That's the branch collar, where the, where the branch widens out, where it attaches uh, to, the, okay. uh, to the trunk. You want to leave gotcha. just a little bit of that widened area. You don't want to you, you, and, and come out on the branch just a little bit, but maybe only, maybe only a, a quarter of an inch. Don't come way out an inch or two, and, okay. and that'll let the, that'll let that branch when you make the cut that'll let it heal faster. Uh, any cutting you do on on oaks, any pruning should be done between mid July and mid February, Valentine's Day. That's when oak wilt is not active. So middle okay. of the summer to the middle of uh, February, and and so all I could, cuts. I could even prune. Yeah, all Go cuts ahead. need to be sealed with pruning paint. I'm trying to throw everything out in a bucket at you at one time. <laughs> oh. No, that's fine. Um, I just wanted to be sure it's okay to to do some more pruning right now, or is it, it too is. hot? I need to wait. No, no, no. You wanted you want to wait until it gets really hot. Oak wilt is a spring disease, spring and early summer. And okay. Not that you have oak wilt necessarily, but it is around, and and so you don't want to take any chances. This is a perfect time. Okay, well that helps a bunch. It sounds like your plants, your tree is going to be okay. It's going to look kind of funky where you have. And I'm, I can't see your tree, so I'm just going to give an example. You have a, uh, 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 we'll just say an 18 foot tall tree with this lollipop of bright green, beautiful growth and a and a 15 inch diameter trunk, and you're going to say, "Good gosh, where'd that big trunk come from?" Right. It's like like mm-hmm. a. a child wearing snowshoes or something but anyway it sounds like it's going to be okay Uh, yeah I'm, i'm optimistic so i appreciate the information
You betcha. Good luck with it. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. Have a great day. All right. All right. We have our tiny garden tip. I have Susan in Euless coming up next, and I'll help you, Susan, with your Bermuda grass. I think I can. I'm going to give it a try. We have an open line, folks. If you'd like to call, it is available to you right now. We just made it open for you at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I, I mentioned this on my statewide program this morning. Um, I grew up in Texas, uh, so I am a, a Texas uh, a guy through and through, but I transferred from A&M as a, a junior to Ohio State. At that time, Ohio State had a really good horticulture program. A&M was just getting it all started. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a Buckeye from, from, for two degrees. I rarely root for the Boilermakers from Purdue. Today is my day to root for the Boilermakers because they got the shaft in South Bend. I don't know if you followed this story. I'm married to a musician, music major from Ohio State, and uh, a band teacher from early in our marriage. We've been married 54 years. And I saw the story yesterday online that uh, Notre Dame is not allowing the Purdue band to bring their world's largest drum on the field today. And... The tunnel that they have to come in is too small, and there's no other way for Purdue to get their 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 drum on, and and they're not being allowed to do anything else with. And so I'm thinking, you know, the Boilermakers have a wonderful engineering department, and they also have, and I guess I'm told, one of the best, if not the best, college uh, uh, aircraft training teaching for pilots. Uh, program of any university in the United States. I bet they're going to figure something out. I hope. And that game, I don't know when that game starts or started, but if you know anything, call Mike. Mike is vitally interested in college football, and he'll be happy to take your message and, and get me a message. I just want to know how the Boilermakers got along with that. I hope they hope they figure something out. I'm rooting for the Boilermakers. So anyway, Ace is the place with a helpful, maybe they went to Ace Hardware and got something to catapult them in with their, with their drum. My program, both hours, sponsored by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retail hardware dealers. They have local experts. Those experts know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. You know, when you walk in the door, they welcome you, and they ask you how best they can be of service to you, and then they find the person who knows the most about plumbing or hardware or paint or gardening, and then you get to work with that person. Shop at Ace Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer. Find a great deal on miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. These are two cubic foot bags for $13.99. Save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $11.99. Limit of 60 bags. Beautify your potted flowers with miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix. Their specially formulated mix will feed your plants for up to six months and protect against over and under watering. It absorbs up to 33% more water than basic potting soil so your plants can remain hydrated. Use it with indoor and outdoor container plants. It grows plants twice as large versus unfed plants. That is the miracle Grow Moisture Control Potting Mix, two cubic foot bags for $13.99, but you save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only $11.99, a limit of 66 zero. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. Crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information. 570-KLIF. com. My wife was talking about sunburst shutters the other day. We were driving down the street, and she saw some other window treatments in somebody's window, and she said, I am so thankful that I no longer have drapes. She said, when you brush against them, they give off dust, and they sag, and they fade, and they do all the things that we got tired of having happen in our house. And she said, I love our plantation shutters from Sunburst Shutters. 
she kind of went back into <laughs> back 10 years into how she talked about sunburst shutters the first couple of weeks that we had them. It was like we reopened all that joy all over again. Sunburst shutters affect you that way because they're so beautiful. They are so uh, so much a an improvement in the look of your home. Now, these are plantation-style shutters, which means they have the large louvers, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or four-and-a-half-inch louver size. You choose the size that fits best in your decor. They'll bring samples to your home, and they'll help you. If you're looking for advice, they'll be happy to help you choose. They're either white or off-white, or if you have some kind of color in your home that needs to be matched, they can certainly do that. And they can even do faux staining of their shutters. They are made of polywood. Polywood is a man-made material that doesn't crack or, or warp or split or peel. And uh, it's more energy efficient than any other shutter in the world. Every sunburst shutter is custom made to fit in a, in a, in a specific window. So they're all made for window by window for your home. You're going to love it, and the people are great as well. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Waco, here's their phone number, 214-343-2601. They'll come to you, or you can go to them. They'll give you directions to their showroom. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Nature seldom puts things in straight lines. Rivers don't flow that way, and trees don't grow that way. Shrubs shouldn't be put in a row that way. When it comes to landscaping, curves are the answer. Begin your planning with the most permanent parts of your gardens, the hard surfaces. Concrete doesn't have to be in long, boring lines. Use sweeping walks that follow graceful curves. Let the patio be rounded or oval. Even the driveway can be on a gentle bend. But maybe your challenge is, should I take out my walk, my patio, and my driveway just because they were all poured in straight lines? The answer is no. As for beds that attend those places, also the beds that surround your house and those that adjoin your fences, you can do things with the beds that will soften those long straight lines. We'll talk about it. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. Maybe you've noticed that. Let's do a little math, however. For what you are paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard. That's with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. With a bolt-together design, they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes and more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. Now, if you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877 877- to Mueller, 877-268-3553. That's Mueller. They're made in America and they're made to last. That's MuellerInc.com. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour, we get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian. Border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information. 570-KLIF. com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email box Thursday evenings about 602, 603, somewhere right in there. It is free, and it 
will be very useful to you. There always are five stories. One of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most critical to be done in the ensuing three or four days of that weekend. One of the stories is always a featured plant of the week, something that either is beautiful right then or that needs to be planted right then. And one of the stories is always... Uh, what am I leaving out? I did the question of the week, did I? Yeah, something I've been asked time and time again. I think those are the three things. And then a couple of other stories of current importance. Take a look at what we put up. I always have the most recent issue available where you sign up for it at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. You'll see the sign up, and you can also see the most recent issue, the one that went out just night before last. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Don't, uh, don't fail to sign up. You don't want to miss an issue. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. I'm Scott from Liquid Ace Hardware in Dallas. We're your source for those great Scott's products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place for the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Go see Scott for Scott's. Makes sense to me. Let's go to Susan in Eula. Susan, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question on Bermuda. So for some reason, a couple years ago, I started losing grass in the backyard. Uh, Probably the trees have been trimmed since then. Um, Anyway, I started fresh, and in August, I had someone come out, till the yard, fertilize, seed it. Probably a quarter of the seeds germinated, and they started coming up, but the other ones did not. So the the company that did it was not happy. They came back out. They reseeded. They refertilized. I saw some seeds germinating, and then about a week and a half to two weeks ago, the lawn that had come up just a little bit turned brown, and it's like the seeds are all died out. It's like there's no seats there anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm at a loss as what could have happened. All right. Um, what kind of trees are involved? Well, I've got a couple oak trees, but they're along the perimeter, so they're not yep. in the yep. middle of the yard. All right. And, uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll not pursue that for now. Uh, how much sunlight does the area where you're planting the Bermuda get? How many hours per day? You know what? It's got to get six or seven hours because I had trees trimmed back. So it is getting enough sunlight. Well, let, yeah, that's not enough. Six or seven oh. is not enough for Bermuda, and especially for seeded Bermuda, brand-new seeded Bermuda. Bermuda needs seven to eight Eight is a minimum, I would say, and especially trying to get it to germinate. And you okay. need to watch carefully. Now, at this time of year, uh, eight hours is not very, uh, it's certainly not equivalent to eight hours in July because the right. uh, sun is at a lower angle. It's not as intense. Uh, the The foot candles, the, the in, well, the, the intensity of the sun is not as great. And I I worry about that. You, you you said several things as you set the question up that made me wonder right away. When you have trees cut back, that is a very temporary thing. When we trim any tree or shrub back, it's going to grow right back to what its genetic potential wants it to. And so it's it's going to be right back where it was. The reason the grass died out initially may have been shade. I don't know. Uh, I could tell in a microsecond if I were standing there looking at your yard. But... Uh, this the the question that I am asked most often is Neil how how can I get grass to grow in the shade and it comes in all different forms to me uh, usually it's Neil I have really nice grass in part of my yard but I have parts where it really doesn't do well I had that question let me see had that question I think from Jerry earlier this hour I don't know if it was in my statewide program this morning somewhere I've had essentially the same question but it, it, it's presented in different ways yours is a, a rather unusual way to present it but I, I worry that uh, that it's not enough sunlight and okay. so as a result I, I I'd, I'd want to see you solve that or prove that that's not the case before we go much farther um, and Bermuda when it is in shade and you seed it 
that's exactly how it behaves. It, it tries to germinate, and then it says, "Ugh, this is too dark in here," and it just gives up. Okay. Um, have you tried St. Augustine in this area? Well, I haven't, but you know what? That I have it in the front yard. So the only reason he said uh, for Bermuda is he thought St. Augustine had gotten up, gone up in price, and he thought Bermuda might be better. But you know. I may have to go with St. Augustine. It seems like a logical choice. Well, it will tolerate a little less light than Bermuda, a little more shade than Bermuda will. Even St. Augustine has to have uh, five or six hours of direct sun. Right. Uh, in our area, it will, it, will, it will tolerate more shade than that in South Texas, where it doesn't go brown in the wintertime. But... Uh, and it has it has its own set of problems. So you know there is no perfect turf grass. I, Susan, I I don't want to say that that has to be the answer because I can't see your lawn. But that is certainly where I would begin the conversation. And and, and um, I I would there there's no insect or disease that's going to do what you're describing. There is no. It's not a lack of fertility. They don't need to fertilize when they're sowing seed. Grass doesn't need to have fertilizer there when it is planted because that will burn the roots of the young grass. So okay. I, I wouldn't let them do that again. They, I mean, now, fertilizer's okay. still there. Now, what about then? It's still should I just for the winter time put rye grass down or just leave it alone? And no, I'd, I'd plant rye. I, I actually would plant rye to try to get something there to hold it and keep it from being muddy. Um, okay. You need to make sure that your city is not one of the ones that has the crazy idea that rye uses water that you shouldn't be using in the winter. There are a couple of cities that have made that proclamation. They're wrong. Uh, we are the ones who abuse the water, not the grass. Um, but, but anyway, to my point, uh, this is a time probably a week or two from now to be planting rye grass. And uh, also a heads up, I mentioned this on my statewide program this morning. I have not mentioned it on this program. In in uh, starting to look for ryegrass seed this week, I had a couple people tell me the supply chain is really tight on ryegrass seed this year. I thought, oh, good grief, everything. And then I got to thinking, well, it's all produced in Oregon. They've had all those fires, so that may have added to the problem. But you'll you'll probably end up with annual rye. That may be all that we have available to us this year, and it may be hard to find it. So when you see it, I'd go ahead and, and buy what you need. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it, and I think next spring I might go with St. Augustine. Well, think about it, and, 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 and at least you have the winter to mull on it a little bit. And, and, and for the next few days, keep track of the hours. You know, mark, okay. mark on the piece of paper. The sun hit this area, and it may vary from different parts of the yard, but the sun began to hit this area at 9 a.m., and it was still out there at 3 p.m. Well, there's six hours right there. And, and, and just keep a record. Hey, I appreciate your call, Susan. All right. Well, thank you so much. Atta girl. Thank you. Uh, Bye-bye. All right. Chris and Aubrey, you're coming up next. Melissa and Quitman next. And both of them, unusual questions, and I want to get to you. I I will do that, I promise. Neil, I have another hour beyond that, but you're going to be in this hour. (laughs) i got to get to them. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is your go-to gardening reference book. Now in its fifth printing, I never dreamed it would go to five printings, especially this quickly. A printing is lasting about a year is all. And, uh, oh, my goodness, I'm so grateful for that. Um, this is the book that is so much better than the old cowboy boot book. I anguished over that one in 1982 and 1991 when I redid it. That's how old it is. Um, and this one is totally different layout. I didn't even open the old book when I wrote this one. I just didn't want anything to be similar or copied. No photos uh, are the same out of the uh, all the photos that I put in this book. 840 photos, none of them the same as the uh, as the Cowboy Boot book. 344 pages. It's a hardback. It's printed in San Antonio, not overseas. Publishing houses want to go overseas with their printing now. And that's, these are all the reasons I wanted to self-publish this. Also, so I could have Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as a graphic designer. They are incredibly talented, and I wanted them on the team. Your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you invest in it. 
It's thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. I have not had one request for a refund out of the sixty seven thousand copies we've sold. Eleven chapters that cover all aspects of lawns, landscapes, annual and perennial flowers, fruit and vegetables for every county in the state of Texas. Here are the two ways that you can get it. One is to go to my website, neilsperry.com. The other is to uh, call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And that number is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way by far is to order it right now at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y, When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Writing a note to Pastor Tommy right now, to decide what we're going to talk about in an hour. He is an avid birder. We'll talk birds in about an hour here. And a couple other things, something very exciting he wants to talk about, and I agree. Let me tell you about Callaway's Nursery right now. And I want to do a shout-out because Lynn and I stopped by the new store at 7600 Greenville, just north of Walnut Hill yesterday. And uh, Cliff Baker is the manager there. He has been in several of their stores, and that store is gorgeous just gorgeous and uh, well maintained nice job cliff garden mums are perfect for adding that autumn touch with their vivid seasonal colors spice up your landscaping containers with garden mums from callaway's nursery people were hauling them out of that nursery yesterday they are of out of all 21 of the callaways now and you can do the same thing Callaway's has everything you need to start the season off right at all of their locations in neighborhood settings near you. Get ready to be amazed by this fabulous fall bloomer. Their selection starts with 6-inch beauties for just $6.99. Enjoy gorgeous fall garden mums in a rich palette of autumn's vibrant shades, including gold, red, yellow, and more. For the best results... Get Callaway's Premium Flower Food. It is specially formulated to provide your moms with that extra boost for bigger, brighter blooms. Everything backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, so try something new. Love plants, helping people, and spending time outdoors? You can become part of this great Texas-grown team. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations. You can apply when you visit any of their breezy open-air stores in DFW. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery when you order online at Callaway's.com. They're open seven days a week from 9 to 6. Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's.com. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help in those great grilling products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, uh, Bill, very, very much. And uh, great, great uh, dealer of uh, the uh, Ace Hardware uh, uh, family. Let me go to uh, Chris in Aubrey. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yes, it is, Neil. I've talked to you before and listened to you. you become a regular on Saturdays. I can't catch it Sunday morning. I'm in church about that time, Good but I you. really enjoy your show, and Thank you. you're almost about to turn me into a uh, horticulturist. Just I'm trying my best, Chris. Reading your book. I am and trying my day, best. I think, I think one day your wife is going to realize what she has, how blessed and privileged she is to have a genius like you, and she's going to give it up and say that to you it may shock you but she's going to say that to you one day she you know what i'm going to i'm going to tell her you said that and see if it works 
<laughs> okay, I'll remain an, I'll remain anonymous. So okay, I'm just, just over the street from you, over in Aubrey, off of 380. But yes, my, I have two quick questions. Uh, the advice you gave to a caller three or four callers ago about his oak tree, how the winter seemed to kill the regular branches of it, and he has trunks or stumps, and there are branches growing from the stumps. I have yes, a sir. Mrs. Francis Crate Myrtle. There are four little stumps, and there's about two branches growing out from each one of those. Should I do the same thing with those, try and trim the stumps down as close as possible without cutting the branches off? And there are little perhaps. that grow from the bottom of it like crazy. Yeah, perhaps. And, uh, let me let me tell you what I see on crepe myrtles. It's even more dramatic on crepe myrtles, Chris. There are a lot of crepe myrtles that should be pruned more um, dramatically than the, the oak I was describing to him, his red oak, because crepe myrtles um, have put out some very weak growth up off the ground. Some of them have. Um, and, exactly. and they would have been better had they been cut clear to the ground. Like you're saying, a lot of that, that growth that comes up from the ground is really strong where the growth part way up, maybe a foot or two feet up on the trunk or, or even higher is very lethargic. It's not even a deep green exactly. color. Yeah. I would it's cut like lower. I'd cut down to, I would cut down to where you have really strong growth. Wow. Okay. Well, that's. It looked like you've been looking at. You're looking at my front yard. My tree. I, I have. I don't know how to break the news to you, but I have been. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's. Uh, I thought that was you out there. The second yeah. question is the front part of my yard, where my flowers and everything is. Uh, it slopes down here. It faces north. It slopes down, and I have a hard time keeping my mulch. You know, uh, covering the front yard. Whenever it rains, it seems to wash everything downhill. Now, I've seen some of the little plastic um, boundaries they put around, and I've seen the metal boundaries. And uh, I'm wondering, what can I put up And in light of my very strong, strict HOA? What can I put up that will keep the mulch where it should be, you know, in front of each row of things? And I have Golden Unanimous against the house. That seems to stay put because it's flat there. Then I have... Uh, Clarissa Holly is followed by a couple of boxwoods and then gold mound spareas and then kaleidoscope of billiards. Uh, and you're saying the mulch is washing the mulch is washing away from each one of those? Right. It's just that that uh, starting with the Clarissa Hollies, then the boxwood and the gold mound spareas, all of that is downhill. And it just piles up right next to the grass and even washes in the grass and gets on the sidewalk, especially when it just pours rain. Yeah, I understand. And, Chris, and I'm I, trying to figure out how. Yeah, I would, I would probably, that's a, that's a tough uh, question to answer. I might change mulches and try one of the fibrous types of mulches. Uh, maybe something like a cypress mulch that has some fiber to it, almost like the East Texans use uh, pine straw mulch that interlaces with itself. I have less than a minute now. I'm, I hope I can finish my thoughts. But something that interlocks, that would hold in place better. There's going to come a time when the roots of the plants will hold together well enough that you may not need the mulch, and they'll kind of conceal that fact. But I, I think you're going to need to... Um, you're going to need to use something other than pine bark mulch to, to hold in place there. Um, and I don't know that you'd want to have corridor after corridor after corridor of green metal edging or, or green plastic edging. I don't think that would look good. Okay. Yeah. You know, one, one last thing. I have about 10 seconds to deliver this. You might consider river rock put down into the ground partway, small river rock. That might stop it. Uh, I'll let Mike talk to you. We'll be back with another hour, folks.